0: 1993, John Woo, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Hard Target. That
1: host that has us, Wilfred Brimley, unwittingly (laughs) pivoting from Wilfred to Brimley, as we do two movies with a gentleman, is Slim with his cohort, uh, constituent, if you will, Dale underscore A, welcome to
0: your own show. We're back. Hard target. Maybe, maybe like two months ago, we said we were doing Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. We're pulling a fastball right now. Gotcha on you. Gotcha. We did it. Gotcha. VP of merch. Gotcha. This is the Paper Cake Podcast where we talk about movies. We've always talked about movies. We're ending the show at 300, so don't get too comfy. Uh, VP of merch, he's the brains behind the whole operation. He just came up also with, with a genius plan. We're going to talk about in mere moments. I hope you're <laughs> sitting Dale underscore. Welcome back guys. It's great to be back. You know,
2: we just need that couple weeks off personal lives, personal time, uh, any sort of pre-planning that we have via text out the window. When Jonesy uh, mentions, we pivot Wilford to Wilford Brimley movies. <laughs> <laughs> back to back <laughs> which technically may be true state yeah oh, that's
1: point. right it may not be state true anymore
0: end. i mean thanks to dale's big news right all the best laid plans you know as john says Rimley's. in one of his movies okay. maybe Wilfred says that uh we have one remaining living host He, uh, I think is, he might be playing Titanfall 2 as he records. (laughs) We're not sure. Uh, Jonesy Losebeer, welcome back. If
1: I seem distracted, I'm just placing my anti-pilot sentry as Mm. we're recording this episode. So please just be aware that could happen at any moment.
0: (laughs) Can you imagine we get some two-on-two tonight? We, maybe we get Jim Lind on the horn. Chuck yeah. Forsman. Game Tap change, him. they call him. Chuck Forsman. Chucky we need to get Fors? Karate Chop
1: on this game. He needs to set aside the ranger for first person and become the king he's
0: always meant he to be. be a, if if you're ever curious of, of what Karate Chop, dear friend of the show, we're going to see him in Baltimore this year to wrap up the show and our lives. Just just picture Woody Allen doing something. <laughs> Could you see Woody Allen doing first-person shooters, Titanfall 2? No, it's not no. happening. <laughs> All right, so go? let's let's get into it. Enough, enough. Uh, enough, uh, enough Idle chit chat.
1: There's no room for no. banter on this program.
0: Life gets in the way of this podcast. Ninety percent of the reason why we're ending it at three hundred gracefully. It's always been our plan on the show at three hundred. So, in the midst of trying to plan this episode, obviously it's a little late. We uh, had an idea. Yeah. We had an idea. Now, before
1: we say this, this might be the point where everybody
0: walks away Everything, and says, F you guys.
1: (laughs) Just to let you know.
0: Listen, you're more than willing to walk away and say, F you. But at this point in our lives, something's got to give. Summer break, paper keg Mm -hmm. summer break is happening. You know, we went on winter break Mm -hmm. for a period of time. At the end of 2016, we came back we are gonna go on summer break. Came back, ended the show. Our lives. <laughs> we did come back and end the show, so we can't really do worse. <laughs> we could just not come back uh and end the show at 290. But the current plan, after a deep reflection with the three of us, deep. we need a break. Mentally, physically. We're gonna take two months off. We're gonna come back for the final ten episodes. Not unlike, you know, a season, like an event, Mm -hmm. the final 10 of Paper Keg coming back. The date uh, for the episode release of 291 will be uh, July 24th. Mm. That is when we return. And amazingly, it works out so that the final episode will be hitting around the time of Baltimore Comic Con, which will be the final Paper Keg meetup. So I'll we'll be there as friends. The final episode will post right around then, that week, the week before the week after. We're not sure yet. But uh summer break is happening. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so,
2: you know,
1: you might not know, but Dale will be in Rome for, you know, the month of June and some of the month of July. <laughs> uh so we thought, you know, Dale's you got a, only a couple weeks to get his affairs in order before he flees the country. Uh, under, under sign of phrase. vacation, you know? Sure. And then he'll yeah. be back sometime yeah. in two Uh-oh. months. So we figured we'd have to push the show back anyway. Why not make it like an X-Files season 11 scenario where we get the original cast back together? Ten beefy episodes, yeah. you know. Yeah. It should no, be Matt. good.
2: Original cast, Final three hosts, time. three living hosts, that, yeah. c-
1: that kind of thing. It was it, so the original You're cast through. being
2: you, Slim, and Naminity. <laughs> it's, it's always
0: been those. It was either before Dale says his piece. It was either end the show three hundred before Dale's vacation mm-hmm. hits, which we're quickly running out of time. And I don't think we had the mental wherewithal to record the episodes before that time frame. So we had to come up with an idea. And I think this is going to work out.
2: It's going to work out. I, you know, like like Slim said, life is getting in the way. The, the life is nipping at our heels and not qu- letting us quite be the podcasters that we used to be previously. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. uh, it's probably just a sign that we made the right decision to end it at 300. 300 is just ending you know, months away now, Begley. instead of 10 weeks away. And uh, we <laughs> we were trying, like, like the guys were saying, we were trying to get it in by the time I left for my vacation, and it's just not happening, with life getting in the way of us already planning to try to do double episodes a week, it's a, it's a lot. So, you know, summer break. Tap in the summer breaks. It's fine. We're still going to be present. We're still going to be around. We love you. Ten episodes left. <laughs> uh, so this is goodbye for now. Click. Episode <laughs> over. <laughs>
0: Life is nipping at our heels, not unlike uh, the father at the beginning of Hard Target. We're on the run trying to evade, uh, you know, doing the, you know, people are probably asking, what are you doing playing Titanfall five nights a week? You could be recording the show. Listen, sometimes it's just not in the cards, you know? We got to make sure we have the right amount of energy and enthusiasm to do it. Otherwise, we take a summer break. So there you go. I mean, it's not like we want to play
1: Titanfall five nights a week. We just have to. We're compelled.
0: Yeah, if we could have just released the audio of us playing Titanfall, us interviewing each other, listen, I would. But Twitch doesn't work with Titanfall 2 right now. So, <laughs> right. Dale. <laughs> Don't
1: think I haven't thought of it. Dale constantly berating himself yeah. for his performance.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah it's bad. hysterical. And everyone else egging me on to uh, do the opening monologue to Cobra. And it works for us. <laughs> oh man! So we don't we don't say, we don't
1: say anything disruptive. <laughs> the Stallone quoting that goes Listen, on during these TF2
0: seshes. Let me tell you, we have here's the positive spin of this. We, the three of us and our friends, have so much fun playing Titanfall two that we should we we should be content with that. Honestly, right? right. You know, exactly. We're, we're I mean I'm content mm-hmm. with that.
1: I am so glad we that we spent seven years building a podcast community just to reap the benefits
0: of a really good, <laughs> tight fall group. I'm okay with that being a reward. Uh, all right. So maybe we should get into Hard Target, um, a movie I watched maybe a month ago. I think I remember the plot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Let's go out strong, boys. We're going out strong. We're going on a high note for summer break uh and maybe listen if you're kind of bummed that we're going on summer break for two months I'll tell you what titanfall 2 for xbox one's only like 23 bucks right now we're all more willing to have more people come in and join us for titanfall mm-hmm. in fact we need yeah. it really we need some pvp action uh, it doesn't even matter your skill Desperate. level this is camaraderie and friendship that's what pe- i mean it's in the title of the podcast yeah i mean you could all yeah. you could be jim Lynn's skill level you could be
1: slim skill level or or anywhere in between just come, or if or you want to those, be please. the highest
0: skill level, you
2: could be a Gen Z loves beer. Right?
0: Yeah, I am pretty good. Guy hasn't put the controller down in two months. Feels like it. I don't understand. Feels how to like have years. Them. His brain is wild. To be honest,
2: he's adjusting <laughs> sensitivities on his uh, analog sticks. Who knows what he's doing over there? But it's working. I mean, right he, now he just, I'm just leveled
0: up. Right now, he's playing with his feet. Yeah. He just leveled up to a G three. <laughs> i am i'm already g3
1: i'm like g305 oh okay all right big shot look out everybody g3
0: can you feel it G2
2: yet can you feel it i'm not even level 15 yet hmm
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right hard target uh john woo jonesy please take us through it so
1: hard target we have one of the initial offerings of one jean-claude van damme Uh, the premise is the same as the game, which came later. Uh, I had to actually Google. Uh, This man on a hunt, Huntman running man scenario, is um, someone is flying all over the world and taking advantage of poverty and uh, greed in order to hunt the greatest game, man. And uh, a homeless Vietnam vet is mm. hunted like a dog in the streets of Nalins. Mm. His daughter gets word of this somehow and uh, comes down to look for him uh, leading to perhaps the greatest scene filmed ever in cinema which is when Detective Mitchell puts away her own single cupcake birthday cake with a lick candle in a drawer and just says okay well I guess we're looking for your dad now and uh, continues to uh, the daughter continues to go ahead and meet uh, one Chance Borreau, uh, a accidentally skilled martial arts uh, midshipman, and uh, <laughs> he agrees to help her in order to buy his way on some kind of cargo ship. And they unravel uh, this conspiracy of human hunters, but they haven't hunted the greatest game yet because that is JCVD and perhaps one of the most iconic of his costumes. Uh, you know, barely button shirt, jeans, duster for no reason and beautifully manicured mullet. He is Chance. He is Jean-Claude. He is the hard target. Mm.
0: Well put. Iconic. The, the duster doesn't make any sense. No. It's hot I mean, and humid. It's,
1: I could see a rain slicker, you know, for being on the deck of a ship, but yeah, a maybe. At Wild West cowboy duster. I mean, it looks badass, which is probably why they chose it. And hmm. I realize I'm trying to glean some logic from a
0: Jean-Claude split, kick him in the face film. But... Mm-mm. It did everyone, unnerve everyone me, is so sweaty they 're so sweaty in this movie. when he was I'm, eating the gumbo for his intro scene uh, he 's wearing the duster. Yeah. His hair is soaked, his mullet hair he 's wearing tight jeans uh, his boots he 's eating gumbo. What are you doing? you don 't have money to pay for it first of all, but you 're wearing the duster you 're sweating your D off. I mean Come you know on. what I take perceived take the duster
1: during off. this moment. drape it over your lap I had a vision. <laughs> I saw back in time of some PA being instructed by the uh the director, or maybe the D P to go down to the local Piggly Wiggly, get a twelve pack of Aquanet hairspray, and his job was to be constantly hitting that mullet mm. with AquaNet hairspray in order to keep it a solid mass on the back of his head because there's no I, way I, with
2: the amount of yeah. man sweat that that yeah. wasn't
1: constantly being washed out.
2: He has got. He had to have been complaining one hundred percent of that time when that camera was not rolling about sweat and hairspray dri- drizzling down his front of his face. And <laughs> I know, I know the the it was what ninety three. That mullet was of the time, but it was a bad mullet. It did not hold up. It looked no. like he looked like a garbage pail kid. I mean, on on hair. the scale of mullets, that's a one
1: hundred percent Lorenzo Lamas
0: the i was thinking about this when i was watching it the mullet of the 90s the era of its of itself it was like the top knot of the 90s because have you ever like can you imagine seeing an action star wearing a top knot at this point it's kind of like passé i'm not sure if it was ever really mm-hmm. super duper <laughs> in for everybody but you still see them but, like, if if we were watching a movie with the top-down, I'm like, man, that's gonna look real bad in 15 years. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: just do something sensible. Usually his hair is in other movies. Mm-hmm. But it's terrible, that mullet. <laughs> terrible. <laughs>
0: and I, also, like, Norlin, New, New Orleans. Nolens. Nalens. Nalens. is Nalens. Nalens is like... Cortana. Uh it's like sh- Chicago in RoboCop. It's an S pile. There's yeah, nothing yeah. redeeming about Nolans. Uh, was they, it ever like this? The Nolans of the '80s—they actually tu-
1: tuned it down for this film. <sighs> They—it was a bad city to be in for a lot of years. Was it? And was then it? Katrina hit.
0: Yeah, it yeah, was pre-Katrina. There. Oh yeah, I figured super. this was like a lively town, but. There's no redeeming quality about New Orleans no. in this film. I Why agree. Would so, anyone yeah. be there? Uh, there's there's just people that have no jobs. They're taking money to hand out porno flyers. How many porno flyers can you hand out in a, in a 10 mile radius while making any money? I mean, it can't be much. I, don't under, I didn't understand that business whatsoever.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. Do, do you get paid? Like, how do you get paid that? I don't how do know. people do? Make sure you're doing your job. You just don't. be an hourly wage.
0: But I mean, like, how far are these homeless vagrants going to hand out porno flyers? And and at this point, who doesn't know about the porno place? Right. Everyone in the town knows. Right. They're walking thirty miles to hand these flyers out. Right. To to get to to contact new clientele.
2: I, I don't know. Here's something you may not have heard of. <sighs> out here in the parish <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the woman the woman appears uh, she gets she appears in this diner uh, and she shows a wad of cash and these creeps these two dunes two dunes let's go robber and, uh, and hard R yeah. her in broad daylight in a wide I'm open street of this not only that car. the two dudes walk out and then like p- uh, following the woman Two other randos see the woman with the two dudes, and they're like, let's get in on this. Let's mess this woman up and right. take her cash. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, they're like, man,
2: this woman is about to get taken down hard. We want a piece of that action. At, at 12.30 time when everybody's eating gumbo at this diner. Nobody's Orleans, gonna say a
0: word. New Orleans Don't. is a war zone <laughs> yeah. in this movie. It should be blown up by the military
2: yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, because these are some bad bad dudes and then <sighs> chance do you trust him? I mean I uh, you're the lady, chance comes up with his mullet and his duster. is he what's he going to throw into as well or yeah, is he he's getting in line right but he starts to protect, serve and protect
0: but he does he really help her or does he see like I could make some money with this woman? Right, because he sees the yeah. Like my read was chance sees an opportunity here.
2: I I read that as well. I definitely read that he wasn't like his normal do gooder kind of self. Mm-hmm. At least not in the beginning. I mean, he took he started taking it a step further when when uh, he was really doing his job for those two days two hundred dollars two hundred seventeen dollars, <laughs> but.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna ask that you just do Stallone for the rest of the episode.
2: I, that
1: was, <laughs> uh, hard Stallone to
0: hear. as JCVD, Stallone as Chance.
1: Just actually redeem yourself and just say black silk underwear,
2: black silk <laughs> underwear. There it is. Uh,
0: the one thing well, that uh, we'll we should get to the detective scene in a bit, but. Um, I was waiting as kind of like a just a weird scene to happen where the the lead female character like calls home and she has a husband and kids, like <laughs> she just never mentioned them at all with chance or anyone. <laughs> yeah, and she just like yeah, you guys, I'm I'm working here. I'll, I'm hoping to be back home in a few days. I gotta go. See ya. What definition would have added chance to anything. the movie? Do not
2: come. That do not case. come to this town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it do? Not what's the uh, Europa attempt no landing here attempt no landing there you so this detective woman let's get into it right now right she works hard it seems like the cops are on strike in nalens nalens and she's she's the only woman in there so when it this happened i didn't think she was a detective i thought she was like a secretary because she's the only woman in the entire building And if the other cops are on strike, then she's not a cop. Why would she still be there? Mm. Are the other cops on strike or did I see a different city montage? Uh, You know, I would have to go to the wiki, but there does
1: seem like some scenario where they're either severely understaffed on strike and maybe she's non-union? I don't know. Or maybe she's so dedicated that she's by herself on her birthday as as a scab crossing picket lines. To solve crimes. I don't know. Mm. It's been strange. six weeks that we've been putting on this movie, off this movie, so I have <laughs> very few and, glimmers of what this movie's even about.
2: Right, and there's so many scenarios that we ran in our head that we're just burnt out on like, really getting down to what the meat of the movie was at
0: this point. Right. So she's celebrating her birthday, evidently, when the, the I, I wish I knew the lead female's name, I don't Mitchell was it.
1: the detective. She was Detective Mitchell. Marie Mitchell? Her. Maria Mitchell? Wiki. Let's go to the IMDB. Maria Mitchell, um, I want to say.
0: Bender. Natasha. Okay. Never Binder. mind. Mm-hmm. Got it. N- Nat. Natasha goes to see the, the female detective and she wants to file a police report. This detective doesn't want anything to do with her because she's about to eat a cake. Right. Yeah. What are you... Doing with yourself, she can't file out a missing persons report because the guy's homeless because she's eating a cupcake. I would have slapped she, her right in the mouth. She is. She literally <coughs> tells her to come back tomorrow. Me. So,
1: grieving. Why doesn't and she blow the candle out before she puts that cupcake in her
2: file facts or her drawers? Why, why? file facts? Yeah. I need to know. It's a good question. I don't that, know. It's because she didn't want. She wanted that blowout to be a special thing, and she wasn't going to waste it in front of this girl who's got nothing to do with birthday girl. So she was going to shoo mm-hmm. her away so she could really savor the moment of blowing out this candle, probably Did to get her out shot. of that godforsaken city. Oh, God. Yeah?
0: Uh. And then she becomes a different character in the second half of the film. She becomes a tough-as-nails cop, that, gain, that gains the respect to Charles. And she gets shot and killed in action. Oh, that's right. She does die. I forgot. What a waste, <laughs> right? She's the only detective in New Orleans. So that's yeah. the end of
2: that. And like in the in the like background of every corner of the town, there's just like women getting ar'd all over the place in Broadway. Because <laughs> she's the oh, one she... cop she can't do it all.
0: She's too busy eating coffee. She's
2: already worked a double.
0: How about the uh, Lance Henriksen uh, and Pike cabal? What would you think about that plot? <laughs> right. uh, honestly, I this was like
2: a, a movie that made Lance Henriksen shine in his role. Like, he's got mm-hmm. a great villain voice. He's a great villain. And, you know, I could see, like, he's like super B-movie guy, but he's had his time in some, you know, A-movies or whatever. So he did a he did a great job at this as like the bad guy. Sure, is like some of the tropey stuff with him, you know, playing piano as a uh, pick was showing showing the hunter the ropes
0: of the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was a good bad guy. When I when I saw this movie when I was younger, I thought this movie was amazing. <laughs> like as corny as it is, yeah. I loved its corniest. I loved Lance Hendrickson. I remember vividly his duster getting caught on fire in that one scene oh, man. and he has to like he's he's so calm and collected he doesn't freak out he just screams in anger and takes the duster off while he's on fire yeah and i remember it being like obviously in my opinion the one take because he still has the like flame retardant goop <laughs> all over his neck yeah. it's like he's been sweating previously for days <laughs> so he like takes it off and there's just like this weird odd moment like after he does that he reacts again and I was like that that was a weird little reaction that must have been the only take they did on that one yeah yeah
2: because the second reaction is like longer than the first reaction because it's because only like his jacket is slightly burning then but he's like just like grunting out loud saying the F word for like 20 minutes it's like he says the, the F word like in that 20 minute span he maybe says it three times but it fills up the whole 20 minutes He's just like grunting the <laughs> F word really long.
0: The other like oddball cliched he has a thing was his little shotgun and he had the bullets <laughs> yeah. around his waist and he yeah. had to load every bullet. And then he had like his own little aiming way about the gun. He'd like put it on his wrist. Yeah. So he was like apparently a sharpshooter with his shotgun. And He like, perch-
2: like, oh, he, like perched his pinky down so he could like use his hand as a tripod or something like that. <laughs>
0: Josie's oh, appearance.
2: Talking about him and his gun. His fancy gun. Look at <laughs> him. Why am I Why am I P.O.? <laughs> Disrespecting the gun.
0: No, I, this was what, the first. What I care? This I think this is the first movie I remember this Pike character being in. He became. I oh, felt like Pick, he was in a ton of movies around this era. Pick. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, Pike. Vosloo, he was the mummy. The Brendan Fraser Essie mummy mm. series.
0: Mm hmm. He was also Dark Man in the sequel. Yeah, oh right.
1: yeah, that was that's also right.
2: Dark Man. Oh, great, great poll. Pivot back. One, there huh? was a scene in this movie with Ted Ramey, Teddy Raimi. Oh who, yeah, he was like cusses out the homeless guy. He's like, get off of me! Like I need <laughs> to know how Ted Raimi got this spot.
0: What a, a walk on well, spot. In the wiki, it says. It says that they had Sam Raimi like on set a lot because this was John Woo's first American movie, so they wanted Sam Raimi there oh, crap. to like semi-executive produce John Woo to make sure that like everything was copacetic. Holy crap,
2: that makes perfect sense then.
0: Yeah. Wow. So Sam's I did not there, know that. so of course he's going to be there.
2: Damn, that's crazy. I I love it. I love this movie now. Again.
0: Okay. <laughs> this had very John Woo-ish uh scenes that had the the pigeons or the doves whatever you the want doves, to call them mm-hmm. oh god i just rem- reminded myself of that john claude madame scene where he calls he's like hey pigeon remember that one guy on the motorcycle <laughs> was he in the motorcycle in that scene he like takes the time to kick a gas can over to the guy and then shoot it in midair to explode the guy <laughs> to explode the guy like, what are the chances that the guy shoots you before you have the time to get your quippy line out and kick the thing <laughs> in midair to the guy? Uh, and then he it shoots it,
1: it hoping that
0: you? the
1: round penetrates the gas can with enough force to yeah. ignite the fuel, which is by itself impossible. Uh-huh. Amazing.
0: And I just remembered, too, the, the, the entire motorcycle scene. All the gunshots in that scene, I mean, there are so many gunshots in this movie, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. The amount of times a gun is fired. Buildings and people
2: just dead all over, (laughs) holes and buildings.
0: That was the other, oh, this was probably one of my all-time favorite stunts in movies, is when he and Natasha are on the run on this motorcycle from this guy in a truck, and they're on a bridge, it's like unfinished bridge, so he sees that his motorcycle's gas tank is has gunshots in it and is pouring gasoline. Why it didn't explode, this I have one, no idea. Yeah, this
2: one time it didn't explode, yeah.
0: But he gets on the motorcycle, he's standing on the motorcycle shooting at this truck while his motorcycle's underneath him. So he hops over the truck as his motorcycle hits it and he rolls and then gets up and starts shooting at the truck and the motorcycle to have one of them explode and it happens and it happens one of the one of the most amazing stunts i've ever witnessed in my life <laughs> the amount of work to do that why not just shoot the guy yeah shoot the guy behind the, the wheel it's all behind you how are you going to shoot the motorcycle it's just it's
2: unbelievable that's the skills you know he was a marine and then a merchant marine before he was a you know longshoreman or a midshipman mm-hmm. or whatever
1: yeah, I don't, so, I, he's got I'm skipping. A midshipman, I think, is as as an NCL, and so it might
2: be a longshoreman. <sighs> but. Um, you know, so it's, yeah, he's, why not do it? Nobody's going to stop him. A cop's not going to pull him over. There's no cops. For shooting in the back dead. of the truck.
0: The one cop's dead.
2: The one cop's dead. The rest are on strike. Uh, not mourning this, this police officer that's down, this scab rat.
0: How, how about the, the, uh, emotionless New Orleans partiers that sees the bloody homeless uh veteran asking for help and yeah. no, nobody will help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Pick <laughs> and his goons show up and everyone just leaves for like, this veteran to get shot like at. Like zero
2: people want anything to do with this poor guy begging for help, bleeding. My god. Mm. Sickening me. See the veteran see vet, any veteran treated this way. I mean, and, you know the
1: streets of Noglands, they probably see that four or five times an hour. It's probably they're probably so desensitized that, yeah, bleeding bodies just falling anywhere.
2: Yeah, hotel concierge probably like tells them ignore. They're probably like, oh, this one's murder. dressed. That's a that's a change, right? Yeah. Anybody that comes up begging probably has bullet holes in them. Just ignore them. There's so many of them. <laughs> this is
0: normal. <laughs> we have a kind of like in fact we encourage you to in shoot in town with your own gun on.
2: if they come up. <laughs> yeah. And then, What about uh, your boy, Wilford? Yeah, and then, so then he, they take the whole movie, changes setting, goes down to the bayous of Louisiana down in the Delta and changes it up. Wilford Brimley, he leads them there, a la uh, Crocodile Dundee 2. He leads them out into the middle of nowhere so he and his uncle, Wolford Brimley, can take them on. In their turf, their territory, Mm -hmm. you know, and the movie's not over yet. (laughs) They go on for twenty minutes, maybe. Picks this. This wasn't a long movie.
0: But it feels like describing it was 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 an hour and ten minutes. It was a short movie.
2: It seems, yeah, it seems like a super long movie when I was watching it. It seemed like a (laughs) long, long movie. Mm.
0: Uh, And I love that you know they they have the upper hand now against 15 bounty hunters and Wilford, Wilford's uh, Bone Arrow. Bone Arrow, of and, <laughs> and
2: paper-thin cottage that he willingly just blows up to protect his nephew. <laughs> is still, his distillery.
0: Uh-huh. How about when uh, Pick goes over to, like, the grass area and he, this is when Jean-Claude leaves before that. Pick's like, he, he left here not 15 minutes ago. This way, or whatever his accent was. Yeah. How do you know a guy on a horse left there in that direction right. 15 minutes right. ago? Right, did
2: he fight in Valley Forge? Did he, like, what's <laughs> his story where he knows?
1: Did you know he was a master tracker? Uh, not that anybody. So, he's a woodsman that
2: came up somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Woodsman. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the big fat guy who recruited the the vets, he was, mm. like, he was he gave me the willies he was so good in his role like his like mild squirming like with his like like a feminine squee of a voice like when when Sounded he was like getting his pig, effing earlobe cut off and they oh, showed it gosh. I mean my
0: god that was gross yeah pick pick means business pick Man. yeah you get you don't get Van Cleef. I thought was a great do last name too
1: uh, yeah van Cleef. But yeah, I think probably after Lee Van Cleef, famous Western actor. Mm. So pick Van Cleef, maybe you're one, one of those sh- cops. You're one of those cops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Band my songs. Mick Band my songs. Killed my friends. So the the movie the movie they had the big sh- shootout in like this weird abandoned building. That has like circus equipment or abandoned Ferris wheel. I think I it. Know. I think it was uh, like Mardi Gras floats, Mardi Gras in stuff, storage. and and they all looked ancient. It looked like they hadn't been touched in sixty years. <laughs> yeah. But they're blowing <laughs> it up. Um, it's and then they have the yeah him versus Lance Henriksen, and it's all over. Although there was also that one scene that's like pseudo face off. With him and Pick back to back against the wall. Oh yeah! And then they turn and try to shoot each other. Oh, yeah! I mean the
1: glimmer, the glimmer of John Wu is in this mm-hmm. movie.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know I mean, of all he
1: would be shots. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's been a long time since I saw the Replacement Killers, but have you ever seen that movie? That's one of his mm-hmm.
0: virginal works that again showcase just how good he'll go on to be. I actually just watched, I don't know if I told you guys this, I watched Mission Impossible 1 and 2. Mm -mm. I downloaded them from Amazon Prime on my phone. Mm -hmm. Mission Impossible 2 doesn't hold up at all.
1: That's John
0: Woo. No.
1: That's the one where they they race Ducatis constantly, right? They're always doing something with a Ducati. That's uh,
0: John Woo, right? Is that John Woo? Doug Ray Scott is the the, um, villain. Yeah, it's John Woo. Okay. Yeah, it's when Tom has like the long hair. Oh yeah, and he's rock climbing. He's rock
2: climbing, and he's got these glasses. Uh huh. He throws those glasses. Mission Impossible One, though. Amazing. Honest to goodness,
0: it's that holds up big time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about. I think we talked about this in the defunct Tom Cruise podcast, but Tom Mm. Cruise, Tom Cruise's smile in that era. Was different. I don't know if he had like braces mm. in that like few years, but I don't know. His smile was like different than like the Tom after that. Really? Yeah. He like when he smiled as a character in that movie, he looked like the young Tom Cruise. I don't know what it is about it, and, like, maybe some teeth moved around or something. Mm. Some light work they call
1: it
2: light work.
0: Yeah. Right. Light work.
2: You give me a look up to a flight, right? right in the lobby. There. <laughs> That's the helicopter pilot from One. <laughs> God, Mission possible <laughs> One is a fantastic movie.
1: Yeah, we should probably put it Let's in the see. remaining ten, since we have to do a Tom yeah. movie, don't yeah. we? In In honor oh, of, I mean, eliminating. If we, had to choose,
0: if we had to choose one Tom movie, though, Last what Samurai. Would it be? Last Samurai, hands down. I mean, Menard- we have a Minority Report. Too. No, never mind. I, th- I think his
2: I think Gosh. his br- I think his breadth of work is so good that we could all come up with one and they not be the same. Yeah, honest oh, to right. God. Born on
1: the you're Fourth of July right. that's kind of a month. Days of Thunder. Mm, cocktail for
2: a third time. Gosh.
0: <laughs> oh <okay>. God! <laughs> Gee darn it! Gee darn! I would I would agree to do cocktail for uh, another episode in the final ten. Oh my God. The, the final 10 the paper keg event. Love. Did we do it a second
2: time? We didn't do it a second time. We did do it the second time because we did the yeah, first time for paper pa- keg. Yeah. And, 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 and then you, we did it for We the, said
1: we could just re-release the same audio. And we said, like, no, nah, we'll do another episode. So we yeah. actually did like oh, three man. hours on cocktail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why not a fourth at this point? Let's I
1: mean, it, it's kind of symbolic for us.
0: With a cocktail. Yeah, maybe episode 299 cocktail. God. I mean, kismet. I mean, my body is ready. There you have it. Hard target. We're making moves. Listen, we have plenty of time to discuss what are going to be the final 10 episodes. Everyone's going to have an opinion.
1: Mm. Especially know, maybe. Maybe we,
0: maybe we put like one episode as a vote. We get a vote in. Mm. You know? I don't know. But we're losing time for for Titanfall 2. We
1: have seven letters to get through, too. And it's probably in our best interest to read them. We got one, two, three, four letters. Four letters? Four letters. First from Matt HH. uh, He writes uh, some history. I'll write you little whippersnappers... Apparently, it's time for the old man intern to give you a history lesson. You see, Sting did not write Demolition Man for the movie in 1993. In point of fact, you may be surprised to learn that before his solo career, Sting was actually the lead singer for a band. Stop. They were called The Police. This is perhaps the most condescending reading, letter delete, we've ever delete received. That delete it. Uh, we They'll all know. That device in the trash. Uh, you know, it's called sarcasm. Don't mansplain to me, Matt HH. We all know <laughs> that Dan and I have seen the police live, along with the Peter King Gabriel. It wasn't the police; it was just staying. Mansplaining. Uh, let me let me quickly edit that out. It was staying, and not the police. Uh, Slim, so, edit that out. Uh,
2: Do not let that get out for Matt HH. <laughs> uh, Frisco
1: kid, yeah, Matt HH will just eat that up. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Frisco kid. P.S. Is there a reason you guys aren't doing a Mission Impossible three before pulling the plug? Uh, we are doing a TBD uh tom movie for the top 10 get your vote in now mate hh i uh, thank you for the
0: letter and for the Titanfall the other night uh next letter the phone the phone lines are open matt hh get your call in uh you'll be directed to a uh uh someone manning the phone said take your vote right now next
1: letter tears keggers This isn't related to the latest Sir James Cameron masterpiece, Avatar, or any other film. Sadly, I've uncovered hypocrisy in your midst. I went back (laughs) into the archives of the film podcast, uh, of this film podcast, excuse me, that's why I was confused. And in episodes 155 and 162, one Mr. Lovesbeer was slandered for his parking technique. Uh, Just a callback, I back in. Uh, I'm not a puller-in guy. I don't nose into a spot
0: I back in. Uh, <laughs> this isn't even it, a sexual... This is not a sexual metaphor we're talking
1: about. Oh, no. That was not an innuendo, or rather, it? in your endo. Uh, that's how I park my car. Oh, my word. Uh, the the man was practically drawn and quartered for daring to back his Canyonero into a parking spot. Uh, the Jeep-owning, shirtless driveway-working outing, Halo 2-playing <laughs> individual who slandered Mr. Beer shall remain anonymous. I won't... Out him for multiple IG stories, Instagram stories, when a certain Wrangler is backed into a parking spot. You know how it is. The rules just don't apply to a Jeep guy. Got to get that sweet Instagram shop F safety. Uh, truly too, sorry to start this trouble. I try to avoid this type of stuff at all costs. Best wishes. Ren Mike D.
0: Who one time laughed hysterically as somebody got ran off the road. I'm sensing some anti-jeep sentiment from uh, one Ren Mike D, who uh, this is this isn't even alleged. This is fact. Ren Mike D took joy in someone driving off the road. <laughs> it was sickening. We were all disgusted with it on Twitter, and uh, I might retweet it tonight. Now, <laughs> secondly, the backing in slandering. There's a big difference between a Jeep Wrangler Sport size, and one Canyonero that <laughs> canyon- Gen Z was driving around the time of this. I'm not sure if you had the Suburban or the But if you can uh, back
1: it in skillfully, truck. what does it matter?
0: I don't know if you can back it in skillfully though, Junzy. Um, I remember, I think this was around the shore. When Do you remember when we went? we got the shore house or Lancaster and you tried to back into the driveway? I succeeded. I think that might be I'm what I was sure. slandering.
1: Uh, it was like a 50 foot turn.
0: I would sort of <laughs> disagree with you there. <laughs> I don't see the point of backing in a large vehicle like that. Just get it in there. You yeah? know, it's a lot well, of work see, to back in. When you try to back out that large vehicle, it's doubly unsafe. You know, it's like the murder rate. If
1: if you miss all the shots, you don't take slim. Uh, next letter, Did Dale. Do you want to
2: take this one? I forgot we were doing every other. That which which what we have done for three hundred uh, episodes. Yeah, I know. I was ago, just so. <laughs> I know. we are got to get through these. Uh, Titanfall awaits. A few episodes ago. <laughs> I and mean, It's 10 o'clock. Someone's pro- going to need to leave in an hour. <laughs> it was proclaimed that anyone who hasn't written in yet should get one in before the end. And I would be remiss if I had not sent word of my affection. From whatever whatever episode it was when I first dove in, I have listened backwards through the catalog as new shows were being released. As my ripples in Lake PRS simultaneously reach <laughs> opposing shorelines, I find myself more and more enamored at your achievement. I could only imagine the past struggles there were in recording a weekly episode, and perhaps if not for your determination and dependency on each other, we wouldn't even have been given 300 Thank you to all the show wives for enduring and sacrificing, as well as for our as sacrificing as well for our benefit. Here's to everyone's favorite host at I don't know what range of emotions there will be the last time Slim orchestrates and transitions through show segments, hearing the last eloquent Jonesy summary, or knowing there will be a finite number of witty underscore remarks I'll be able to hear. But thank you for sticking with it as long as you did and for giving us your all. Thank you for providing the gravity to our orbit around everything paper keg. This appreciation goes beyond all the laughs and beyond providing both the good and the bad a proper review. Yours in a unique experience, few friendships undertake, and we all got to witness friends become brothers." As you bask in the glow of Jonesy's face in your hangout monitors one more time, and before the dial tone cuts out us cuts us all for good, I hope you pause to reflect on the road you have traveled and consider the silent majority who were there with you for the ride. Congratulations on your Tom Cruise podcast. One love, Mikey P. Uh, that's a great letter, Mikey P. That was that was beautiful, and uh, that
0: was very beautiful. Thank you for that. Nice guy that Mikey B. I think we're going to see him at Baltimore Comic Con, PKBCC. Yeah, he's been he's been super
2: more active on Twitter and Paper Cake Slack, where your exclusive, uh, Baltimore Comic Con channel happens, where all the organizing is taking place. This thing is is turning out to be probably the biggest thing that's ever been undertaken under the Paper Cake banner. It's amazing. We have uh, confirmed at least. Uh, five to six room bookings for this thing. People are coming out, guys. So I recommend coming out. We're gonna have fun. We don't know what it's gonna be. in Town Mall, Apple Store, <laughs> whatever you think. But it's gonna be a blast, and it's gonna be us together. Probably hitting a couple bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably using yeah. Lyft around Baltimore to get Locker us. Sodas and wings and wings. And just constant, like, through half one-eyed conversation that that you know I won't remember, especially if that concrete is cold enough.
0: Oh, you know, have to like that. pick Dale up above us, like you know we're we're picking him up, and we have mm-hmm. to you know like as a group of five or six people <laughs> right. just throw him into his hotel room.
2: Yeah. Oh. And yeah. knowing me, knowing me, the idiot, it'll be the night before we have to leave, so I have to drive home. <laughs> under that hangover condition. Are we not carpooling I this play? year? I, I thought we would probably carpool. No, yeah, we we oh, probably yeah, are. It yeah, was just sure, for it yeah. was for effect.
1: I mean for there's just. one Jeep Wrangler that I would like to sit in the back of you know.
0: Man alive. Can you that's imagine let's just it's gonna be hot in Baltimore. Mm. Maybe we just drop the bit. top down. Maybe I don't even bring the doors.
2: Oh, what Baltimore
1: do you need family? them for? Nothing, that's what.
0: Yeah. They probably just get oh, stolen yeah. anyway in Baltimore.
2: Yep. yep, Not to deflect the bullets Bullets go right through those <laughs> doors <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Is that it? it. Uh, I think we got one more, do we? I ten? We got up. ten more Oh, we do We got one more uh, uh, Blast from the past Drew Hamilton what? what? We haven't gotten a letter from him in a while Thank Since you for uh, writing, episode Drew? 107, I think uh, that's
1: podcast? not true. I just fabricated that.
2: <laughs> you, yeah, you're so confident, though. How can people not believe
1: you? Yeah, I get uh, that.
2: Dark Knight Returns. <clears throat> hey, guys. Paper K continues to be my favorite podcast, as I appreciate the years you've spent making it. At the moment, I'm laughing out loud listening to episode 57, in which the movie review for the week was The Avengers. Also, at the time, the trailer for The Dark Knight Returns was out, and the <laughs> ensuing Christian Bale impressions gave me a laugh. Not everything, not yet, <laughs> and it's not gone. had me rolling. Plus, there's the callback to when you tricked Mark Farrington into thinking that Robin Williams was in the movie. <laughs> we tr- he tricked us. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he totally tricked <laughs> us because he believed what he read, what he saw on YouTube. Uh, Hope my boy the podcast quote. comes back. <laughs> Hope the podcast comes back after a good, healthy hiatus. It mm. truly brings joy. Well, in a way.
0: In a way, we're going to have two hiatuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You will be borrowed, the, think, the I Shadow. Mean, once
2: I was born
1: to it, I'm molded by it.
0: So that's what that feels
1: like.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not
2: everything.
1: Not, Not yet.
0: Yet. <laughs> I haven't watched oh. those movies in a while.
1: I'm going to have to re-listen to that episode. See if it still holds up.
2: Mm-hmm. see when he gets done Titanfall at 3.30 uh, in the morning, he'll throw on the Dark Knight Returns <laughs> on his iPad.
0: see midnight, uh, uh, tricking, trolling people into playing one, quote, one more game <laughs> that turns into five I more.
1: got I got Charles Forsman to play three with me last night. I said, Chuck, we can either end on a win or three more games. So we
0: played three more games. <laughs> Did you end on a win or did you cut No, the we did not. We got
1: three? we got absolutely ram rotted for three games. Oh god.
2: I just if feel like the if people you know, if you,
1: listen, if you're listening out there, cupcake thirty two, that's your gamer <laughs> tag on Xbox One, go F yourself.
2: Oh, oh my, my god. J Bag.
1: <laughs> he does he has got the character with the little tink tink legs and he just double jumps backwards. That. Double jumps backwards, and teleports, and then hit you with a grenade. Great strategy. I hope you die of dysentery.
0: I remember we were playing two on two or three on three the other night, and I saw Jonesy desperate change to a loadout with you when you had those ting ting legs. I had remember to. I had to. You, you said. I remember you said the maniac me. to catch a maniac. Said <laughs> <laughs> the maniac to catch a maniac. Exactly I it was like. Hey, Slim, you piece of hot garbage. Nice legs. And then two <laughs> seconds later, I see Jonesy prancing around using the same body type, try to get a kill back. Tink, tink, legs. Love those legs.
2: Like a gazelle.
0: We doing this? Jonesy, you rallying
1: the troops nope. right now? I'm Is ready. I'm about to send it out. I'm about to use the official account.
0: He's, oh, my word. In a oh rare boy. instance
2: of me using the official account. You heard it here first. Ooh, yeah. Just imagine when we're on hiatus or after three hundred, Jonesy's just gonna leave the main account up as his main account. He'll probably just <laughs> tweet. <from that>. <laughs> <laughs> I never tweet anyway. Barely do I tweet.
0: I know. It's all I save man. it up. Everything's different.
1: Ready yeah. your bodies. <laughs> the Titan falls upon us. <laughs> Uh-huh. The tightening uh-huh. Let's get a good gif in there
0: Get, get the gif mm-hmm. 50 minute episode We thought this was gonna be a 15 minute episode mm-hmm. We were hoping 15 and minutes we, we did it Chance? We did it Chance? Chance? How about when he was riding the horse And they were shooting at him from the helicopter And they hit the dirt and sparks flew up Every time <laughs> Like they were hitting metal Right.
2: Yeah, Metal ground <laughs> Sam Raimi, idiot.
0: <laughs> I wonder what he thought of the movie. Like when mm-hmm. it was done. Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Can we get Sam on the horn, I
2: think? Yeah, I'll contact him in during the hiatus and we'll see. Yeah. I'll his, his i think his Xbox name is Cupcake thirty two, so <laughs> Oh I'll just send him a private message. <laughs> oh. oh god.
0: All I right. feel like we should end it there. But just FYI. We'll see everybody in two months. We love Maybe. you. We're not going anywhere. Take some time to recharge yourself. We'll recharge. And we'll we'll be born again and near mm-hmm. for ten more episodes.
2: For the top ten, final ten. Mm.
0: Baltimore we'll comedy. We will release the last episode the day we all drive to Baltimore so that oh, when we see God. everybody, they'll have just listened to the final episode.
1: Oh, sweet baby Jesus. That would be amazing.
2: <sighs> mm. Let's do it. Mm. All right, boys. Mm.